I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be in your earbuds again this week. And just a reminder, the way that I run this podcast is the first and third Thursdays of the month, I release a coaching episode where I bring someone onto the show and we talk about whatever's going on in their love life and I coach them through it. The second Thursday is a solo episode where I dig a little bit more into one of the topics coming up from the show recently or just something that's been coming up with clients or just something else that I want to teach about. And the fourth episode of the month is generally an interview with an expert that's, you know, adjacent to love life stuff. And then if there's a fifth Thursday, like there is this month, it's really a grab bag and I do what I want. And so today I want to talk about online dating. Before we get there, I'm releasing this episode on December 30th, which is the day before, well, (laughs) my birthday, and also the day before New Year's Eve and the whole New Year's Day and all that kind of New Year energy. And listen, for a long time, I was like really into like New Year's intentions. And I was like, not New Year's resolutions, New Year's intentions and word of the year and all that kind of stuff. And listen, if that stuff resonates with you, you do you really. But if it doesn't, I just kind of want to give you an alternative and just to like not do anything. You know what I mean? Um, The only reason, honestly, at this point, why New Year's feels significant for me is just just because it just happens to be my birthday, New Year's Eve. And so it feels like a little bit of a personal New Year. I talked about that recently on a show, so I'm not going to go too much into it. Which one was it? I think it was the one that came out on December 9th. So it's a couple episodes back. I'll drop that link in the show notes if you do want to listen to me talk about that in terms of like it being my personal new year. But you know what? If you like are living a spiritual life, there are other new years for you to follow. There is the astrological new year. There's the Chinese new year. There's the Jewish new year. I do encourage you to not appropriate other cultures and just decide to take something on just, you know, 
for who knows, but like really, you know, do some of the research and study and really get into get into it and see if it really resonates with you. For me personally, I do love, you know, feeling the new year around the spring equinox, which is when, you know, the sun is coming back and the days are longer, the days are warmer, at least here on in the northern hemisphere. It's also the ast- so this astrological new year. That's when the sun moves back into Aries and it begins the whole cycle again. Even in Judaism, there's a lot about, you know, Passover being around that time and even Easter being around that time as like this rebirth. So I really like to think of that time of of year as the new year. And also just so happens that the Jewish new year happens to be in the fall, um, usually September or October. That would be really late. So generally September, I guess. And you know, that's the Jewish new year and Jewish new year, you know, they count the year just like we count, you know, 2022. Um, I can't remember the exact year that the Jewish calendar is on. It's 57 something. I think. Um, Anyways, so I also kind of see that as a new year. And you might be thinking, wait, you're celebrating three new years in a year? Like, yeah, I am, because I, I do what I want, and you can do what you want too. So whatever resonates, you know, if the new year and having a new number, you know, 2022 really resonates with you, and it shifts your energy, then jump on that wagon. But I think it's also important to remember that for those of you in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in the middle of winter, and the nights are long and it is cold and you might not really have all of the energy to do all the things that you want to do this year. And that's okay. Um, If you just want to take some time to rest, you know, like energetically, winter is also the time of menstruation. It is the time of the dark moon if we're looking at the moon cycle. And, you know, as a woman, that generally tends to be a time where we can be very introspective, we can be very intuitive. And so it's a really great time to just do some listening and and just really ask ourselves, what do we want this year to be like? What do I want to do? What is important to me? What is a time to shed or let go of? And if you want to spend the next month or two thinking about that and not really taking action on it until you naturally begin to have more energy as the weather warms and the sun, um, you know, returns and the days lengthen, then, you know, you don't need my permission, but I'm more than happy to give that permission to you if you're if you're looking for it. So just something to think about um, if you're listening to this episode on or around when I release it, which is, you know, around that new year timeframe. So today I want to talk about some soulful strategies when it comes to online dating. It's like one of the first questions that I'm often asked in my DMs and emails and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And there's really like it's, uh, it's so hard for me to, to answer because there's really so much underneath whatever the actual question is. Like, why am I not attracting this kind of person? Or why is this happening to me online? Like, there's no like, oh, well, it's because you need to write this or say this. Instead, there's usually something else going on. So I really love to unpack online dating and not talk about it in just the way of like, ooh, say this, do this. Because, you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that like, that's not really going to solve your problems. And a few episodes ago, I did this exact process with someone who came onto the show. We'll put that link in the show notes. I am not thinking of the episode number right now. I think it's like around episode 290. But basically, someone was like, why can't I find someone online, but all my friends can. And so we kind of unpacked what was really going on. I do find that online dating tends to be a microcosm of whatever pattern we are playing out. So today, I want to dig into some strategies that you can use to rethink the way you approach online dating. And I hope that it'll be helpful for you. Now, you might be thinking, but wait, Veronica, didn't you just do like a whole like dating without swiping thing? Isn't this a little hypocritical? Why are you talking about online dating now? 
I said it then and I'll say it now. I'm completely neutral about where you want to meet people or not meet people. There are a bazillion and one ways to meet potential partners and online dating is just one of them. Online dating is neither good nor bad. It is simply a medium to meet people. It's no different than a bar, a church, networking event, coffee shop, wherever, all the places that you meet people. We don't think, oh God, it's so awful to meet your partner at a networking event or church. Like it's just a space that you can meet someone or not. Online dating, I really do believe is the same thing. Now I do tend to like um, talking about offline dating when the months are warmer, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, because I just feel like there's more going on and more things to do and more ways to meet people. And the colder months, if you're anything like me, it takes a lot of energy for me to like get out of my yoga pants and my warm sock fuzzies. Uh, So if you can relate to that, online dating can be a great way to still meet people and, you know, stay home when it's cold and dark outside. Also, I want to talk about this now because statistically, online dating is pretty huge in early January, or I think January as a whole, because whether or not you ascribe to New Year's resolutions or intentions or whatever, a lot of the world definitely does. And so I just know that that's when there's a lot more people on Tinder and Match and whatever. I know Match has released some numbers about this in the past. I don't remember them off the top of my head. I'm sure a quick Google search will show you. But then, you know, the online dating apps have also just kind of jumped on that marketing bandwagon and, and, and do a lot of promo around this time of year. So all this to say is that there might be some more people that haven't been on the apps either ever before, or just some people that have taken some extended breaks, and you might be able to meet some of those people. And who knows? So that's why I want to talk about this right now. Um, Before we get started, I've got two quick reminders for you. The first is to sign up for the waitlist for my upcoming book, You Are Meant for Love. Pre-orders open very soon in early January, and pre-orders are so important for authors. So whether it's me or someone else you follow on Instagram or podcast, please support that person and buy their book on pre-order. Because when you pre-order someone's book, all of those sales goes towards the first week of sales for when that book is actually released. And that number is really important to, to authors because that will affect, well, if there are if, you know, if their numbers are big enough, you know, that will affect like the New York Times bestseller list. But also it just affects rankings and all that kind of stuff on Amazon. And then that affects whether or not libraries or bookstores will purchase those books to have in their bookstores. So it's really important for authors to get as many pre-orders as they can. Plus, everyone who pre-orders You Are Meant for Love will be entered to win some prizes from me, including some of my favorite things and some coaching with me. And everyone who pre-orders will get a ticket to my workshop that I'm hosting this March called Decoding Your Relationships. And this is where I will actually walk you through the exercise that I take you through in the book. So the book, you're going to read about the exercise, you might have questions, you might not be sure how it applies to you, in which case, great, you can come to the workshop, and I will walk you through it. I'll explain things, you know, in more detail than I can do in writing. And I'll also, you know, answer questions and coach people, you know, uh, who who show up. Seats for this workshop will be $49. um, But it's free if you purchase the book for about 10 bucks. So you know, you do the math. So to get on my pre order waitlist, head over to Veronica grant.com forward slash book. Now, if you're listening to this episode a little bit later, and if the book is already on pre-order, or if it's just available for a purchase, then that link will forward you to the Amazon page. So thank you. Thank you. And I cannot wait to get this book into your hands. 
All right. The second reminder I have is if you want some more soulful and outer strategy when it comes to online dating, you will probably love my mini course, Your Online Dating Blueprint. Now, in today's episode, I'm teasing you with a bit of that content that's inside my mini course. So if you like today's episode, you'll definitely love the course. And everyone who joins your online dating blueprint by January 1st, so that's two days from now, you will be able to join me for a bonus live workshop with me where I'll review profiles and picture selection and answer questions and coach things that are coming up for you in your online dating experience. Now, if you've done your online dating blueprint a while ago and you want to come to this workshop, no problem at all. Send me an email and we'll get you hooked up. But you do need to send me an email to let me know that you want to come just so I can make sure that I add you to that list of people to let them know about the workshop. That workshop will be January 9th. I don't have the exact time nailed down as of now, although by the time this recording comes out, I will probably have the exact time, but it'll be in the morning of January 9th, probably around 10 a.m. Eastern. If you can't make it, you can pre-submit your profile, pictures, questions, whatever, and I will, um, you know, answer those for you and you'll get the recording. And again, this is available as a bonus workshop, totally free for everyone who is in your online dating blueprint. Uh, Just make sure you sign up before the end of the day, January 1st, if you want to come to that for free. And it's less than a hundred bucks. And honestly, there's so much good stuff in that course. And you know, I talk about some of the outer strategy, like you know, what to write, say, text, all that kind of stuff. But like, I also dive into the inner work and the inner strategy, um, which I think is really what makes all the difference. And to sign up for that, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. All right. So finally, let's get into today's episode. And in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through four easy strategies you can use to create more connection in your online dating experience and hopefully burn out a lot less. So here we go. And this is one of my favorite things to talk about. Number one is don't accept behavior online that you wouldn't accept in real life. I think that there is this giant myth out there where online dating is just what it is. And you kind of have to just like search through the straw to find your needle or whatever, searching the haystack to find your needle or to find your gem or whatever. And I mean, it's true in a sense in terms of like, there's a ton of people on the apps and you know, you're just looking for that one person who you want to spend your life with. So there's a little bit of that. But I think that has like just transformed into this belief that you also have to put up with a lot of shit. And that's just the way it is online. So think of it this way. Imagine you were at a bar or a networking event or just really anywhere where there are people in person. And you're just having a good time with your friends, having a drink or whatever. And then all of a sudden, someone walks up to you or a guy walks up to you and whips his dick out. (laughs) What would you do? Like this would be completely unacceptable, inappropriate behavior. You might let the bartender know, you might let the bouncer know, you might call the police even because it's just completely inappropriate behavior on, on every level. You wouldn't try to be like, oh, well, let's put your dick away. And then like, let's sit down and have a conversation and get to know each other instead. Like, no, that's not what you would do, right? And yet online, I find that women just think 
oh, well, this is just what I have to deal with if people are sending you their dick pics, you know, unsolicited, or if they're moving into sexual conversations unsolicited, especially if they don't really know you or haven't taken the time to get to know you. And I think there's this belief, whether you're conscious or not, like, this is just how it is. I have to get through this, and then maybe there's actually a connection, or maybe I have to get through this person to the next or whatever. And the thing is, is that if you are experiencing any kind of behavior online, I want you to run a filter through your head. Would I accept this behavior in person. And if the answer is no, I mean, you can try to set a boundary, but honestly, depending on the behavior, I'd probably just delete and block and move on. It's not your job to police them. It's not your job to tell them what they're doing is wrong or inappropriate or whatever. It's just not your job and it's not worth your time or energy. I would just delete and block and um, and move on. Now, this goes far beyond just you know, just uh, dick pics and inappropriate sexual behavior and all that kind of stuff. I mean, of course, that definitely applies, but and that's a big category of this um, of this strategy. But also, you know, like if you just meet someone at a bar and you're talking and like the talking is just like endless and they don't like, hey, do you want to go to a place that's more quiet or can I have your number so we can, you know, get something on the calendar or I love to call you like there's no momentum moving forward. If you were to experience this at a bar or wherever in real life, like something would be weird. Like you would think, oh, this person's uninterested in me. You would just kind of move on and the conversation would die away. Except again, online, we accept this like pen pal kind of behavior where it's like, well, maybe one day we'll meet in real life. It's like, no, like move the conversation forward, move the relationship forward. And if they're being vague about it or noncommittal about it, it's just delete and block and just move on because obviously he wants something different, which is totally fine. People are allowed to want what they want, but it's just clear that you two don't want the same thing and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. The second strategy, and this is actually something I didn't talk too much about in the course. I want to talk about it here, which is swipe right when you normally swipe left. And here's what I mean. We do have to be aware of some of our human unconscious behavior. And there are studies and statistics out there that people who are conventional. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today more attractive or at least who appear and also who appear to be more wealthy will get more right swipes with people. And so obviously those folks are going to have more connections and more conversations going on. Now, I question this a little bit because, you know, sometimes like 
who was more attractive, like, it's not really, um, it's very subjective, right? Like, everyone thinks, like, Tyler Cameron, you know, of the Bachelor world is so hot. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't see it. I'm more of, like, a Blake Moynes kind of guy. I like the woodsy (laughs) beard kind of look. Anyways, um, that's just my style. But my point is, is, you know, it's a little bit of subjectivity there. But for the most part, I do think that this is still a really good point and still holds water pretty, pretty well, because think about it this way. Again, going back to the example, if you're at a bar, and there were three women talking to a guy, would you like go up to that group and try to like get in front of these women and like try to like, you know, vie for his attention? Probably not, you'd probably move on to someone else who, you know, wasn't talking to anybody, right? And this is normal kind of behavior, you know, when we're in person. Now, we don't necessarily get that same kind of viewpoint or that vantage point when we're online, because we're not necessarily aware that a lot of other people are probably swiping right on that person as well. But the thing is, is that there's something about being online where like, we're looking for like a god or like a like a perfection, like a perfect version or vision of like whatever you're looking for. And look, like everyone loves like, you know, a hot <laughs> model or whatever, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the person that you're supposed to end up with or the person that you're most compatible with or that will love you the way you want to be loved, all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's a tricky conversation because I'm not asking you to lower your standards, but I am asking you to lower your standards on things that don't necessarily matter. And this is a conversation that's happened a lot on the podcast recently. Like, are my standards too high? Because I know a lot of people have told me that their friends tell them that their standards are too high. And I think this is a really, really tricky conversation because I think it's really tricky to be like, yeah, your standards are too high. I think really our standards are in the wrong places. The way in which you're treated by somebody, your standards should be incredible incredibly high, right? Boundaries, all that kind of stuff, incredibly high standards. But when it comes to some of the things that we think matter, but don't really matter, you know, I think we can leave room for kind of expanding who, you know, might make us really, really happy. And you could also do this by looks, you could do this by age, you could do this by also location, Um, in terms of like just expanding your radius of who you'll say, yes to or swipe left on. I can't tell you how many people, myself included, are with someone they never thought they would be with. You know, I really, I talked about this all before, like I really thought that I would just end up with some, you know, political (laughs) junkie career person. And, um, you know, my husband's a freaking engineer. I never saw that one coming, but he's exactly what I need. And when we're so focused on what we really want, we miss what we actually need. And so I think that's where a lot of the magic and love and relationships can can exist. And also, I've had a number of clients where I've challenged them to swipe right on someone they would normally swipe left. And, you know, those are people that they've ended up dating. Um, or, you know, if it wasn't a long term thing, at least had a really good experience and really brought on their horizons of like, oh, yeah, like I really did have my standards in the wrong place or expectations in the wrong place. So try it and see where it gets you. Okay, the next easy strategy is to shit or get off the pot. When I was dating, I was doing a lot of online dating. My apps of choice were OkCupid and Hinge. Uh, Tinder was still very much like the hookup app and Bumble hadn't come around yet. If it did, it was very much in its infancy, although I don't think it was around. Anyways, regardless, when I was dating... I could probably go back into those accounts and confirm this, but I don't ever remember talking to someone more than a day or two without either moving it to a phone conversation or an in-person meetup. 
obviously that would always be in a public space, so it was safe and everything. But this kind of goes back to what I was saying about don't accept behavior you wouldn't accept IRL. But I do think this is a little bit of a bigger fish to fry than just that specific category, because I think that there are people who are on the apps who are just kind of lonely and they just want a texting buddy and they don't really want strings attached and they don't really want commitment or expectations. And I just want to remind you that this is not illegal. (laughs) This does not make that person a bad person. You know, it's just a way to cure their loneliness. Although of course I would probably say it really doesn't cure it, but you know, I don't need to go into that. Um, But it certainly gives that dopamine hit, which is the thing that I think we're all looking for or a lot of times we're looking for and we're not feeling very happy or satisfied where we are in our lives. But that doesn't mean you have to be in that line of fire. You know, if someone wants something casual, just that's fun and texting and it brings connection, then whatever, you know, and if that's not what you want, then that's great. And I, and I want you to own that and just move on and not police that person's behavior, tell them they're wrong or bad because uh, they weren't, you know? So What I would always do is I would just move the conversation forward. You know, like if it got into texting and it was like a lot of back and forth, I'd be like, you know, it's really hard for me to keep up with this over text. Do you want to have a quick phone call or do you want to try to meet up this week? I would always say something along those lines. I wouldn't wait for the other person to ask, um, although they would sometimes, but I wouldn't, I didn't care. I just wasn't interested on the texting. And what's really great is that this is a great filter because if someone really is just looking for a texting buddy or a sexting buddy or something with no strings attached or whatever, then this is a great way to find that out pretty early on. So you don't waste as much time. And so, you know, I think that's so important is all the inner work that I encourage my clients to do and the inner child work, it is not rejection proofing you. It is not making it so that the next relationship will be the one. I mean, if that happens, obviously that's amazing. I want to hear about it. But it's really just to build your rejection resilience because yeah, you will probably come across people online that, you know, don't really want what you want. And the more you can make that difference very clear early on by asking for what you want, then you just get to move on and you waste so much less time and energy. Um, I find also what happens is the longer the conversation goes on via texting, then like, especially if you have like this cute flirty banter or whatever, you can almost put the person like on a pedestal, not really a pedestal. It's more of like they just you just create this myth in your head of who they are. And they can almost never live up to that. And the same probably goes, you know, it's probably true the other way around as well. So that's why I just, I don't see any purpose in keeping a conversation going on and on and on. Now, I know sometimes people don't feel comfortable or safe yet to meet someone in real life, and that's fine. I totally understand. Then ask for the phone conversation and better yet, make it a FaceTime conversation or face somehow, (laughs) Zoom, whatever, I don't care. Because that's just going to tell you everything you need to know. And I also think it saves time because... I think not every time, but I think a lot of times we go on a date with someone and I've experienced this where it's like I get to the date and it's like within 10 seconds, I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> I have to sit here and have at least one drink now. Whereas like if I had had a phone call with them prior to that, I'd have just known there wasn't any kind of chemistry and I could have just moved on and saved that evening for <laughs> doing something else. I don't think you necessarily have to have a phone call beforehand, but you know, it, it can just add even another filter because if someone's not willing to meet up or to have a phone call Again, that just tells you everything that you need to know. So shit or get off the pot. If you like what you hear in these kinds of episodes, imagine what we could do if it was just you and me working together over many months. 
Listen, I know what it's like to feel stuck and hopeless in your love life. I remember throwing everything in my love life in the hopes that something will stick and I'd finally catch a break. It wasn't until I stopped changing up my profile for the millionth time or telling myself that next time will be different from the millionth time that things actually start to shift for me. In order to find deep love, you've got to do the deep work. And through my own experience of crappy dating, helping hundreds of women before you, and my expertise in inner child work, I can help you make the inner shifts you need to get the outer shifts you want. When you work with me, we dig into your past relationships, your childhood, and deep-rooted beliefs so we can unravel your relationship patterns and get you into the deep love you want to be in. It doesn't matter if you've done this kind of work for years and haven't figured it out yet, or you're newer in the personal growth space. What matters is that you're done with being where you are now and you're ready to invest time, money, and energy into dramatically up-leveling your love life. If that sounds like what you want, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can see if one-on-one coaching is right for you. I've got limited spots available, so please don't put this off if this is something that you want this year. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to schedule your call. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Talk soon. And in the meantime, let's get back to the episode. The fourth easy strategy is to use your profile to show who you are rather than to tell me who you are. So most profiles will say like, I like to do yoga and I like to travel and I love to go out to eat, but I also like staying home sometimes and watching a good show on Netflix. And I'm like, cool. So you and like everyone else likes to do these things too. I mean, I say that somewhat jokingly, but it's also kind of true. There's so much variation and nuance. Like just think of travel. Like you could say you like to travel. Okay. But like, how are you trying to stay at all the luxury hotels and just have like really divine trips when you travel? Do you like to go, you know, stay in like hostels or like, you know, Airbnb, but like where you're staying in like someone's house, like not just like your own place. Like those are two totally different kinds of travel experiences. When you travel, do you like to just find a beautiful beach and just kind of park it? Or do you want to, you know, go and explore the cities and try all the foods and go to the wineries and go on hikes? Like for me, my ideal travel is I go on a hike some are beautiful. And then we're in like a small town or whatever. And then we go have like some local wine or whatever with like, you know, some good local food. That's like my ideal travel. For some people, that sounds like someone's nightmare (laughs) going on a hike. And some people are like, I don't want to be on the woods of the country. I just want to be in big cities. They're all totally different. And so show me, tell me more about that, because that's going to tell me so many more things about you other than I like to travel. It's going to tell me what you value. It's going to tell me how you like to spend your time. And this allows someone to peer into your world to see if they can see themselves in it. And this is really what you want. I talk a lot about this in the course. And I want you to be the pistachio ice cream. Okay, pistachio ice cream is very controversial. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Because it's just, I mean, I personally think it's gross. I mean, the thought of it just, ugh. Whereas like, when you just tell me what you like to do, I like to travel, I like to go to yoga, all that kind of stuff, then you're just basically being vanilla. Because it's like, cool. Everyone likes vanilla. No one hates vanilla. You can put anything you want on vanilla and it'll taste like whatever you have put on the vanilla ice cream. But when you're more pistachio ice cream, some people are going to be like, oh, she wants to travel in hostels and like on a shoestring. Like, ugh, no, thank you. I'd much rather stay in, you know, 
whatever luxury hotel brand they're thinking of. And that's great because then that person may not message you and probably won't message you. And that's kind of the whole point because I want the people who are messaging you to be like, oh my God, this person wants to travel Europe, like backpack through Europe on a shoestring and see how far they can you know, make their trip last on a thousand bucks, like sign me up and they're going to send you a message and be super excited and want to talk about it. And it's going to, you know, be much more likely to create a great connection. So in the course, I walk you through exactly how to do that and how to use your pictures and the words that you write in your profile, how they can work together so that you're really showing someone who you are rather than telling them. So if you like what I talk about in this episode, I hope you will join me inside of your online dating blueprint. It's less than 100 bucks. And I walk you through the inner strategy. So like kind of the mindset where you want to be when you're on the apps, all that kind of stuff. And then also some of the outer strategy, like how to really show who you are rather than tell people who you are and you know how to do messaging and and move things off the apps, all that kind of stuff. So all of that is there with little prompts and like Mad Lib kind of things where you can use to begin writing your profile. Um, And I give you both information on how to do it if you're using a more traditional thing like Match or there's more of a long form profile. And then I also talk about how to apply all of this to the swiping. So Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, all that kind of stuff. So again, if you want to join me inside that mini course, it's totally on demand. So as soon as you sign up, you'll get access to everything. It's veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. And if you sign up before the end of the day on January 1st, then you will also be able to come to that bonus live workshop where you can submit your profile, your pictures, also any questions. I can, you know, kind of do some spot coaching, all that kind of good stuff with you so that you can really just set yourself up for having the best experience online just in time for all the new folks who will be getting online according to match.com and all the other apps that are out there. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash online dating. And again, if you've already been in the course and you want to come to that workshop, no problemo, just send me an email and we'll get you hooked up. And again, if you haven't already, make sure you sign up to pre-order my book, veronicagrant.com forward slash book. All of those links will also be in the show notes. All right, my dear, have a wonderful new year. Make sure you stay safe and I will talk to you in 2022. If you've got it all but love, you're ready to up-level your love life and the work we did in this episode resonates, I want you to strongly consider working with me one-on-one. You'll never hear me say, you just got to get out there more or you got to love yourself more. Working together is your opportunity for me to guide you in doing the deep work so you can transform your love life from the inside out. I actually don't care what app you're on or what your texting game is like or how many dates a month you go on. I care about doing the deep work so you can attract a deep love. I meet you right where you are, hold your hand and hold you accountable throughout the process. So if you're looping or feeling stuck in your patterns and can psychoanalyze yourself to death, I can get you to where you want to go. If you're serious about finding love in the next 12 months and are ready to invest time and money into yourself, I invite you to set up an introductory coaching call with me so we can explore if working together is the next right step for you. You can learn more and schedule your consult at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. That's veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find them in the show notes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and rate and review wherever you listen. It really helps me to grow the show. Thank you so much in advance. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 